Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Badass Body Workers. Today we have my dear friend and colleague Melinda Liu on the show, and we're going to be talking about some pretty, uh, some pretty woo-woo things today. And we can't wait to dive into it. But I actually met Melinda in person several times. We've hung out together. Our dogs have played together, and of course, we have talked a lot of shop together. And we talk a lot of like off screen about different things that we're doing behind the scenes in our practice. And we have a lot of things in common. The main thing is we were both like on that six figure therapist train uh, for a few years and both doing well. And we have fully booked private practices and we were just fucking rocking it. And then both of us have endured some pretty deep shit in our business and have made major life transitions and taken a break from social media and have taken a pivot in our careers. And a lot of you guys already know how awesome Melinda is. She's been all over the Facebook groups. But for those who don't know her, she is just such a powerhouse. And she's one of the most incredible people in this industry. And just like me, she's quite a fucking trailblazer. So welcome to the show, Melinda. I'd love for you to tell people a little bit about your story and about yourself so we can get to know you a little bit more. Thanks for having me, Rebecca. So excited to be here and chat. So I've been a massage therapist for over 20 years. I started when I was 21, right out the gate. And like Rebecca said, I had a six-figure massage practice at the height of my career for several years. And then, yeah, exactly like she said, we all experienced 2020 and things change and I've adapted since and gotten really creative in the ways that I've been currently practicing and I've also been mentoring massage therapists since 2016, and my my mentoring has changed as a result as well. So I'm just excited to be here and chat about the things that we're really excited about. Yes, I love seeing your transition and changes and stuff, and I'm really humble that I get a little bit of a sneak peek since, you know, we met in person a couple times, and it's just it's scary to try something new. It's fucking scary to go beyond your comfort zone and to do something out of the norm or a little bit wacky or woo-woo or just bringing something new to your audience, to your community that has not been tried before. And those things we both do really, really well. I recently got into light therapy and we're going to be posting links about everything in the show notes in case y'all were interested in any of these topics and any of these devices or modalities that we both use. There's I mean, we're just going to be talking about the tip of the iceberg, but as a disclaimer, we do have a couple of offers that we'll be talking about at the end of the episode. We'll be mentioning a couple different things, but also we're going to be talking about what we know about, what we already use. So, you know, we're talking based on experience, but I recently, Melinda, got involved with the the light therapy and sound bowls, and I barely touched the tip of the iceberg with it. Like, the device I have, for example, has 64 settings and I've only tried 15 and I've had it for um, probably way more than a half a year now. So these technologies are so involved and there's so much that goes on with it. It takes quite a bit of time to get the proper education and to learn. And I know we both research the fuck out of things and we both love curating the best tools and services in the industry because we know our audience and what they're looking for. So um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about Pandora later on in the episode and post a link. But what we're talking about today is stuff that we can do in our practice that are hands off. Like Melinda, you and I, we both get messages from people and see comments every day about how our hands are hurting, how we have EDS or fibromyalgia, or we're just burnt out and we want to do something a little bit different. We still want to be in the industry, but we want to shift that a little bit. And we both started seeing that trends early on. And we both have hopped on a couple of things that were interest to us that have really changed our practice. So we've both been practicing some of these different therapies for, for quite a bit before we started talking about them, because it's important to us to know what the fuck we're talking about and to stay in integrity with what we do and what we offer our clients and what we are willing to promote. So I'm doing the sound bowls and Pandora star. Like, what about you, Melinda? Like, what kind of stuff that you're doing in your practice that are hands off? Well, I feel like my gateway drug was the biomat, you know, sort of, uh, man, just years ago, two energy healers recommended it to me. And since then, I felt like I understood how it added another level of treatment to my massage therapy. 
and I saw my clients getting the result, it actually made my work easier because they were more relaxed faster. And I felt like they were more receptive. So I thought, well, this is easy. All I did was just turn it on and add it to the session. It made my job easier. And so that was kind of how I learned about what, what other things can I add? You know, like what other frequency tools are out there? And I've tried, I've tried a lot of crazy stuff, Rebecca. <laughs> I mean, I have tried some underground stuff that's like hiding from the FDA. Like there's some wild stuff out there. Frequency medicine has been around for a while and it has actually been suppressed. Maybe you should, maybe you should change your Facebook group name to the Frequency Illuminati or something. <laughs> All the underground <laughs> shit you do. Well, yeah, some of these things have been suppressed or they're hiding from the FDA. Anyway, it's kind of a wild industry and it's not new. You know, actually, a lot of these technologies first came out used by the government, the military. It eventually makes its way to the general public after it goes through doctors. You know, it's usually expensive as hell, like 30 grand, 60 grand for some of these technologies. And so, I don't know, I felt like years ago I was interested in this. It was still kind of out there, like woo-woo, like you're saying, it wasn't mainstream at all. But then a couple of years ago, I realized this is going to become mainstream because every time I go on Instagram, it was another frequency therapy, another frequency medicine tool. So the next thing I really got into is AO scan, which is a bioresonance scanner. It's a frequency generator and imprinter. Now I always wanted a Rife machine. Rife machines were made by Royal Rife, which is another thing that was sort of suppressed and hidden. Or Rife machines are like this this uh, originator realized there's a frequency for everything and he was able to measure there's a frequency for everything and there's a frequency for everything in the body and so he would find for example like what's the ideal frequency for the liver you know if you're in a healthy state and your liver is ideally homeostasis what is that frequency and then he would create balancing frequencies if people were out of range if their if their frequencies were too high or too low he found what that perfect frequency was to bring someone back into homeostasis and he developed these machines. Well, nowadays it's so convenient like in a smartphone device that you have access to all these frequencies and this type of technology, which used to be, you know, big computers for like 30 grand. So I got the AO scan and I felt like I also liked it because it offers remote services. And that's something that massage therapists aren't typically used to. We're so used to having a body on a table in front of us and we can't work unless we're in our office. And so I loved the idea of working remotely with a tool that could still help people with yeah. their energy. Especially when your friend has a mental meltdown and like sends you a bunch of voice memos about how my day is going. You can just press a button and help me meditate. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, this, like I said, this when people hear this for the first time and they're like, I don't know about this. Is this real? And I'm telling you, it's it's decades old and it was used by like astronauts. Anyways, the next one I was into is the Itericare wand. And that just came to the United States a couple years ago. It's a handheld tool. It's terahertz frequencies. I learned about it from another massage therapist who was, you know, bragging about all of the testimonies about her clients getting better. And this one is so easy. You just turn it on. Um, like the Pandora star sounds like there's a learning curve. AO scan is like that too. There's a learning curve. Um, but you know, the biomat, you just turn it on the ITR care one, you just turn it on. And those are also heat therapies, by the way. So, and it's, it's not too overwhelming for the client to have these done simultaneously, right? I don't think so. I feel like the AO scan frequencies are subtle. The biomat can be extreme if you put it on the highest heat, like a sauna, but let's most people... It. Let's experiment with me next time I'm over and you could just like amp okay. up and see how they all act together. But actually, let's define a little bit what frequency is because it is a little bit of a trend right now. So people are probably seeing the word, but not quite understanding exactly what it is. And I literally Googled the actual definition and the actual definition is frequency describes a number of waves that pass a fixed place in a given amount of time. Like you mentioned the liver, the Pandora star is geared towards pineal gland and your brain and your third eye. So it's all going to be working in the cerebral area. <clears throat> so there's 
like so many different types of frequencies out there. Like we're not going to get into all of them in this episode because we could go on for fucking ever. And maybe we can, you know, do a part two on it. That would be pretty awesome to dive into a little bit more because I know whenever you're on YouTube, Melinda, I'm sure you see like those videos that say like 888 hertz for for like love or passion or, or something. So most of us have seen YouTube videos and we've seen those words floating around on the internet, but I would like for you to talk a little bit more about like what type of frequencies are out there because we have like you know gamma waves and brain waves and light and sound waves there's there's so much to dive into it's true well honestly i feel like a lot of these technologies are based off of nature you know we get light from the sun there's sound these this is just part of our our life in the universe you know light and sound and energy and so a lot of these technologies, I feel like, are, are really mimicking nature in a way, like infrared. There's infrared from the sun. There's infrared. We give off of infrared. And so having an infrared device, it's just they basically took an idea, a concept from nature and like made it into a tool. You know, there's scalar waves, there's terahertz. Terahertz frequencies come off of fire. You know, you receive those frequencies oh, when you mentioned that. to a campfire. Oh. Yeah. So I feel like like I said, some of this is inspired by nature. I also think some of this is inspired by our own abilities to heal each other. But yeah, there's different types of technologies and there's different types of tools. So I actually have my little description on my website here. <clears throat> Examples of technology in action are tools that use infrared, terahertz, scalar waves, right frequencies, and more. A lot of this work is based on Tesla and Einstein and Royal Rife. And various yeah, I've never heard of Rife before before today, so I'm going to have to do a little bit more research. But I mean, you're right. It's been around since basically the dawn of humanity. You know, when it comes to light therapy, uh, like with the Pandora star that I do, I tell my clients before they try it is very similar to being out in the sun and placing your palms over your eyeballs with a little pressure and then like taking them off. And you see like all these watercolor bursts, except mm -hmm. the Pandora star is strobe light that... Uh, that flashes in certain patterns and frequencies that trigger certain things happen in your brain, simulating your pineal gland. And I tell people that light therapy has been around forever. The Aztecs used it. I'm sure Stonehenge was used for some sort of light therapy with the way it's placement. Like, the, I mean, look at, like you said, nature and what humans have built over the course of our humanity, like the pyramids, they all played with light or sound or frequencies, the pyramids obviously being a major example, like my little crystal pyramid that I have, I'll link the link below as well. You know, it's shaped like a pyramid, that sacred geometry, like, and the way the rods are colored different things. I wish I had it with me here. Um, that would be really awesome. And oh, the pyramids are, yeah. that sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna have my boyfriend go grab it from my car so I can ding it at the end of the episode. It's like, okay, okay. bye. And then I'll sing it so y'all can hear it. But it has different frequencies for different parts of the pyramid in different colors. And we've been playing with light and geometry all through humanity. And now we have access to these amazing tools that allow us to uh, that allow us to enhance our client journey and their experience in less time. So they're able to maximize their results in less time. And why would we not want to do that as body workers? Time is precious. So if you can implement like five or six things into a session rather than just one, not only are your clients going to have longer lasting results and they're going to keep coming back more, but you're going to save your hands, make a hell of a lot more money. And you're also going to be setting yourself up in the future for not, you know, burning out so quickly. So I could ramble about that forever. So I'm just going to step off that soapbox. Yeah, it's unique. Also, you're not doing a basic Swedish deep tissue. You have to set yourself apart somehow. And I just think this is on trend. Like I said, now it's mainstream. Now it's actually not that woo-woo. I mean, I feel like in the next two or three years, like your average Joe is going to know about frequency therapies and have different tools. It's just now's the time, right? To really like, like with cupping, right? We all know cupping is ancient. <laughs> There's nothing new about cupping, but Michael Phelps had cupping marks on his body, which like launched this whole trend and a lot of us i capitalize off of cupping you capitalize off of cupping like i'm an entrepreneur as well like i want to capitalize on a trend um especially if it helps people and especially if i think it's really cool you know 
And let's, let's paint a little story about more of your background for people listening. Um, you know, you came from Connecticut where, I mean, you were living in a pretty bougie fucking place, Melinda, like your area was like so bougie. I loved it. But that clientele is a hell of a lot different than, you know, the clientele in like right outside of Nashville, Tennessee, which is still in the Bible belt. So you went from having a six figure practice and doing mainly body work to, moving to Tennessee in a completely different environment, completely different audience. And now you're trying to bring something new to the area that is, it hasn't really been introduced before. So how, like, what were your challenges during, during that journey? Oh, Connecticut was a little bubble. It's like, it's so plain vanilla in culture. So I knew coming to Nashville was going to be a little more of a melting pot, but just to be honest, I know I charge high rates and I know when I came to Nashville, I went straight for the wealthiest community because I didn't feel like I was going to go down in my rates just because everyone in Nashville charges less than I do. I wasn't willing to go backwards. And so I knew that if I was going to charge the same rates that I charge in Connecticut, I'm going to have to find an affluent community of people. Now, I will say the affluent people here are way more down to earth. <laughs> You know, like you wouldn't even know it. They, they're like just salt of the earth. They're not pretentious. It's not, it's looked down upon here to be pretentious in some areas, you know, because people just want to be country, like good old boys type, type of thing. But I will say I got people interested with my hands, first of all. And then once I, they had my trust I was like, hey, I have this new tool to use today. Would you be open to me trying it in a session? And they're like, oh, okay, sure, I guess. You know, like, whatever. I'm the type of person that says, like, we're doing this today. I don't, like, massage therapists are so afraid of bringing something new and, like, trying to ask permission from your client or something or trying to sell them on an idea. I mean, you're in practice, right? You're you're professional. You're as long as you're trying to help a client get a better result, and as long as they feel like that's the purpose of it, they should be generally open. And you can say like, "We can try it today and see how it goes." You know, let me know your feedback afterwards. I would really appreciate that. And they pretty much just loved the session, and they were like on board with the frequency tools just because I was on board with it and I was so passionate about it and they all they care about is feeling great when they walk out the door you know right that's what <laughs> I say to a lot of therapists I'm like we have to sell the client on how they're going to feel afterwards not on the names of the muscles and the modality because quite honestly our clients don't give a shit about what we're doing they care about the result obviously with stuff like you know, prenatal and MLD, you know, there's specific outcomes, but in general, clients just want to feel good. And they're coming to us because they do trust us. And the clients are in a very vulnerable position in the treatment room. And we do have to learn how to navigate things, but also not be scared to introduce something new. I do that all the time with cupping. I'm like at the beginning of the episode, at the beginning of the episode of my client appointments. <laughs> it is an episode. <laughs> yeah. I, well, sometimes, sometimes I'd be having episodes in my brain and have to ground myself before the appointment, but ongoing saga. <laughs> right? So I'll tell my clients, like I have X number of years of experience in this field and I learn what I learn because it gets my client results and it's something I'm passionate about. So I basically call my massage a hodgepodge massage I do a little bit of everything so you might get some cupping you might get some hot stones you might get a sound bowl on your low back you know you might get like a peppermint scalp scrub like it's just whatever I'm in the the mood for and I didn't like that I had that I felt like I had to charge my clients like a much higher rate for quote-unquote deep tissue or medical massage when I've been seeing them for years like they got in a car accident like charging them more to me like felt like I was punishing them. So I just started charging a flat rate and I felt like I was able to implement as much wacky shit as I wanted to. And my clients were always receptive to it. And I also used it like when you're adding something new to your treatment, to your service menu, like I often use it as a bonus, you know, or like a birthday freebie or something. And it's like, oh, book ahead, book at least three to six appointments, whatever ahead and get this for free. So, you know, it's a great way to introduce your clients as well, doing it that way. But we could talk about marketing, all the different things later. There's so many strategies. Oh, man, we could definitely go down rabbit holes on frequency stuff. So I know that you've been using it for your own personal self-care. And I've noticed a difference 
from the last time I saw you in person until, you know, like we've been talking recently and I can definitely notice like personally a difference in your tone and like uh, your mannerisms and stuff and like the types of things that you worry about. So I can see a noticeable difference as a friend. How have you felt like it's helped your self-care? Like how often are you doing this like to yourself, like every day, every other day? Like what's your regimen? You just wake up and see how you feel and, and go with it or... Well, I first and foremost am a health and wellness enthusiast. That's how I even got into this whole field. I'm really, really into healthy living. I'm really into some of the biohacking stuff. So yes, I'm using these things every day. And you know what? I feel like, especially as you get older, you need like self-care tools at home. And I tell my clients this too. It's like, if you in the moment wake up with pain, like you, what are you going to do? What if you can't get in to book a session in the last minute? You know, like what if you're in pain now and you can't get into a session for another three days? Like you need tools at home, basically. So I use these like the terahertz wand. I use it for pain, pain relief. Uh, I use it to structure my water, too. It's one of those tools that you can do multiple things with. You You did mention that. That's kind of like whenever they look at water under a microscope and see what the structure looks like based on the words that was said to it, right? Yeah, water is so receptive to frequencies that it's actually great to charge water with frequencies. And then you, when you drink it, you can absorb it. That's another way to take in frequencies is through charged water or frequency infused yeah. water. You could be extra woo-woo and put that shit under the full moon too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's totally a moon frequency. Now yeah. I'm drinking bougie water from now on. <laughs> it's so extra. But well, on a practical level, I suppose it's easier. It helps your cells absorb the water. So it's better hydration versus like bigger chunks, molecules, if you will. They're not as easily absorbed. But when you structure the water, the molecules break down into smaller cells so then you can absorb it um so i do inner voice music which is the sound therapy part of ao scan and so you basically speak into the scanner for 10 seconds it analyzes your voice and then it determines where you're emotionally out of balance and then it chooses oh, the specific hurt <laughs> i mean that during my cycle you know it's gonna be like your device will probably explode melinda <laughs> It tells you in a detailed report where you're emotionally out of balance. And then it creates the music for you to listen to, to balance you. So that's called inner voice music. I do that. I try to do that every day. That really helped with seasonal depression. Like I'm not a winter person. So I'm like in the height of my best self right now in the summer. (laughs) But man, I was listening to that music every day for seasonal depression in the winter. And then the biomed, I just sometimes have to sleep on it if I'm like having insomnia or anxiety and I can't stop thinking. I like knock myself out on the biomed, like forces you to relax. (laughs) I know. I love that thing. It's so nice. Oh my gosh. There's like so many other things that therapists can do in their practice as well, like hands off. I just got back from the skincare show in Las Vegas Mm -hmm. and it was pretty awesome. I went there with my colleague's business. And we did CBD massage and that was really awesome. But I got to walk around the event and meet a bunch of different people and see a bunch of cool new machines and technology. And there's so much out there. One thing that, you know, that I'm interested in too, uh, is not related to frequency. It's just another hands-off tool is like the ear seeds during the articular therapy. I was always interested in Eastern medicine and acupuncture, but I'm not going to go to school for it. So that's something that I could easily add on to a session or, I mean, some of the other physical products that we use that people can take home, like essential oil nose rings. I can use that within a sinus treatment for a client and not even like try and sell it to them. It's just included in the package. So there's so many like different things that we could do within that treatment time. So if, if one of your coaching clients or a massage therapist or body worker was like, Melinda, like, I want to get started doing this. Like, how do I know what's, what's best for me? Because like you said, there are so many different products out there and you've even recommended to me several things that you have no affiliation with, which I love. And we both love our affiliate marketing and everything. It's part of how we make our living, but we also operate in integrity and we're very open to talking about different products and kind of comparing them. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what the question was. I'm sorry. I'll just... <laughs> well, actually, I would love to share some of the other things that are available that massage therapists use in their practice. 
one thing that I want to get that I don't have right now is PEMF. It's pulsed electromagnetic frequency. Beamer is the most popular. Matt had that dawn on me and my digestion. Yeah. Like I straight to the bathroom after I'm like, damn, the shit works. <laughs> <laughs> it's intense. I mean, essentially it's microcirculation. So it's helping to move blood through the capillaries where we have poor circulation. I mean, I actually think that's why fascia work is so powerful because it increases blood flow through the capillaries, which are the smallest, you know, areas of our blood circulation. So the microcurrent or the PEMF will actually force the blood through because it's exposed to this frequency. Um, there's also red light. Red light's really popular. You can do like spot red light or like those lamps that you put over somebody. There's red light masks. There's all kinds of red light. light. Have you seen those, like the chakra lights that you put over the client uh, during their session? Like if you're doing energy work or something? I haven't. So interesting. And then I asked you yesterday too, if you had any experience with like those, like vibration sound beds or those oh, uh, yes. beds is kind of like a sound bowl on a bed. And, you know, there's so many different things out there. You guys, if you're feeling burnt out, if you're feeling you know, like you need to give your hands a break and you want to enhance your client results and be able to charge a little bit more and have inclusive services. There's so many freaking things that we could do for people. And it is daunting to learn something new and to step out of your comfort zone, which is something else I wanted to talk to you about, Melinda, during this episode, because we both have like a lot of experience stepping out of our comfort zone and a lot of experience investing a shit ton of money in different things and services and treatments to see what works best for our clientele. So, you know, both of us have definitely gone above and beyond to do a lot of research and we're both a fool for tools. Ooh, that could be the fool for tools. It's actually my favorite tarot card too. <laughs> Catchy. Oh yeah, I had another uh, another name for you. It was what was it going to be? The the bougie biohacker. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I live in the country now, next to a cattle farm, so I don't know how bougie I am anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember last time I visited you, you're like, I have to find a flannel shirt. I live in Tennessee now. I'm going late. <laughs> I have to find a flannel shirt. And you were just so gung-ho on it. It was so funny. Just trying to fit into my environment. You know what, though? Talking, going back to the, what's the demographics like? I'm just one of thousands of people that moved to Nashville. There are so many Californians here. And honestly, the Californians that moved here are already into all this stuff. <laughs> you know, they were already used to all these holistic therapies and biohacking and stuff. So they're actually great clients, the Californians that moved here. That is so awesome. So um, for our audience, because neither one of us have an issue talking about money and money mindset, like what kind of shifts have you seen in your practice, like from doing just hands-on body work to implementing some of this stuff? Uh, I know like certain things can be pretty lucrative and certain things take like years to build and you've gone on both of those journeys. So what's like, what's that been like for you, like income wise and transitioning your career over from, you know, doing just straight hands on to other stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, before 2020, I would just work my butt off just hands on because it was easy and I was good at it and it was lucrative. But after 2020, I told myself I'm never going to do full time hands on therapy again. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. I will do it part time. So then I was obsessed with multiple revenue streams and like what other ways can I still be in the wellness field and earn income that's not my hands on people. Now, I have already been a yoga instructor. I have been a health coach obviously business coaching. So it's not completely new. I've always had massages, my main thing. And then I've always had side things, you know, oh, one thing that I was more open to after 2020 were affiliate sales through products and recurring income that's passive. I've never, ever had passive income before, but with, you know, this AO scan tool, I put it out there on the internet, just like we're always posting online and a bunch of massage therapists and wellness practitioners purchase it, well, I get $50 from each person's subscription each month. Well, $50 times, you know, 20, 30 people adds up. And now I have like $1,500 to $2,000 a month coming in residual. I haven't even sold a scanner in a couple months. And it's just coming in. It's just coming in. I've 
I'm telling you, I've never had passive income before. I've always worked myself to the bone for every dollar I've ever earned. <laughs> and so it's just, it shifted my mindset about like, oh, man, product sales, like so common now to buy through each other. Affiliate marketing is normalized. It's mainstream. People expect it. I have a client, a coaching client. He's really into frequency tools, actually more than we are. And he's like, my clients ask me for my affiliate link. They already, they already expect it. And I'm like, man, massage therapists really need to be taking advantage. I'm sure you're already suggesting things to your clients. You know, like, why don't you have an affiliate link? You get 10%, you know, it adds up over time or even network marketing. And I know people have mixed feelings about that, but typically network marketing pays more in commissions. And if you're really passionate about a product and you really believe in it, like get paid. So that was kind of a new thing to me in terms of like multiple disciplines that I can offer, not just services, but also products and kind of just like, you know, I'm getting older, right? I'm still raising my rates, Rebecca. I'm actually 200 an hour now. And so I did, I did a 90 minute out call session and got paid 300. She tipped on top of that 330. So it's like, I'm still doing hands-on. I'm charging a lot for it. Obviously I have a very niche clientele, but the higher your rates are, the less hours you can work. So even when I was in Tennessee and I was only taking like, I don't know, eight appointments a week, not even, it was, I was still making six grand a month. And I know that's not impressive, but when I'm, when you're working part-time, it's great. Cause I was like, all I need is six grand a month to just pay my bills. I really want to socialize. I really want a boyfriend. <laughs> and I just wanted to like hang out in Tennessee. And I was like, not interested in like working my ass off. So I had my six grand part-time. I was building my revenue streams with my affiliate sales and stuff. Um, now I'm coaching again and I'm loving that. And so it's just Basically, whatever phase you're in in life, like what means more to you? Is it money? Is it time freedom? Is it uh, passive income? Like, what do you what do you feel like you want right now? Because there was a time in my life where I wanted to work my ass off and make as much money as I could, you know, and I did. And then when I moved to Tennessee, I really wanted a social life and I really wanted, you know, to date. I had it all in. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to go like listen to country music and just hang out. I worked so hard for so many years. So that's just a, a phase of my life. But, you know, you can make massage whatever you want it to be. In other words, that's what's so wonderful about this field. You you can be flexible. You can expand and grow. You can scale it back down. Whatever you want it to be, you can add more tools and frequency things. You can experiment. You, you can make uh, a boyfriend and help work with you and sell stuff for you, which shout out, <laughs> by the way, because I know that's, that is, that is a very hard and bold and brave decision to make, you know, him stepping down from what he did previously to help wow. you out. And like you were telling me yesterday during our chat, like it's, it's something new and it's, it's exciting and it's a little scary. So shout out to him for making that happen. And it's, it's a good test drive for him. So that is really amazing that you opened up to doing this with the partner as well, because oh, when yeah. I well, that's <laughs> you know, we have somebody to help us and that's great. Well, you know what? I actually had a virtual assistant in Connecticut she was amazing. And I was actually sort of paralyzed without her when I moved to Tennessee. And I was like, oh my gosh, she did so much for me. And now I'm gonna have to do some of it myself. <laughs> but anyways, my boyfriend, he got let go of. It wasn't even planned. And it was like, you know what? You had a marketing agency before. Like he did try to do some entrepreneurial work and then ended up going back to get a desk job. So then I'm like, don't get another job. Let's just work together. When it's actually so cute, he's really good at all the technical details on the back end. I'm not that great at that. He's great at copywriting, which is so cute. I had no idea. He's really good at sales copy, actually. <laughs> That's so awesome that you're able to to do that with him. Like, I think it's really important to know where you need help and like what your zones of genius is. Because like you, I definitely get stuck in analysis paralysis and I have so many wacky fucking ideas. You're way more type A than I am though. <laughs> <I have so laughs> wacky ideas. And I'm like constantly throwing spaghetti against the wall to see what sticks. And sometimes it's just a big old fucking mess. <laughs> and sometimes oh, totally. 
Yeah. And sometimes I just get like that one amazing idea that will just completely change everything and having somebody to bounce that off of and help you where you kind of fall short is so important, whether it's a partner or whether it's a, you know, a colleague or a mentor or a virtual assistant, like don't be afraid to ask for help. You guys, that's really important in life and in business in general. But speaking of help, Melinda, I know that you've helped so many, oh my gosh, so many amazing therapists. I'm constantly like seeing all your amazing content and reading praise about you. And people message me all the time about how much they, they love working with you. And thank you for the recommendation because I sure as fuck am not for everyone. You're not for everyone. All the other coaches, like we all have our very specific area that we work in. So having good discernment in who you're working with is very important. And just to kind of throw a little bit of vulnerability out there, like, you know, Melinda was asking me like, is XYZ okay to post? I'm like, girl, post in your voice, post what you want to post because what we're passionate about and how we speak to people and how we present ourselves to our audience is a natural filter. And there's no reason to swim upstream. There's no reason to struggle with it. Just be authentic to you. And you're definitely one of the most authentic people I've met personally. And, you know, for the people that are for you, I want to talk about well, I want you to talk a little bit about how you can help them. So sure. yeah, not many people know this, but I have actually been coached my entire adult life. <laughs> I mean, all of my success I owe to my coaches and my mentors. I mean, just giving a little backstory about even how I got into the massage field. I actually went out to California to apprentice under these master healers and practitioners, and I was teaching yoga at the time. And they said, you know what? We think you would be a great body worker. You know what? We're going to put you to, through massage school. We're going to pay for you. And we're going to train you in our style of body work and healing. Dan, you have to hook up. <laughs> you, can, you can work in our studio. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, like this was a, an opportunity of a lifetime to learn kind of master student style. And so eventually I paid them back, you know, from, uh, you know, per session, I give them a, a portion of my earnings. And that was like the beginning of how I got into this it was like, I was actually mentored even to go into the massage field. Also, I was coached to coach. And it's kind of a funny story because I was trying to be a health coach and teach health coaching workshops to the general public. I was I trying to see you doing that when, when I initially saw you, because we went to that juice shop and we were talking about nutrition and stuff. So, yeah. So, so but when you are girl, so I, I was trying to teach a health coaching workshop and massage therapist showed up and I was real confused because I'm like, why are they here? And they just wanted to learn from me. And then they kept showing up and I'm like, I think massage therapists want to learn from me. And because I was earning six figures at that time, and I was like, I was excited. Listen, I was not an instant overnight success. I was coached every step of the way. I was a hot mess behind the scenes. You know, I was hanging out with the wrong people and doing some of the wrong things, like getting off course and getting off track. I was lazy sometimes. And so I was actually literally coached to earn six figures and then I was coached to coach because it's like, man, other massage therapists should have this experience of success. You know, if I could do it, why can't everybody else do it? Whoever wants to. And so I did launch coaching in 2016. And my whole shtick at the time was the six figure massage mentor, right? Yeah, we were um, like the only people online at the time talking about like making more than 20 grand as a massage therapist and people were fucking flabbergasted. That's changed a little bit for me as I shifted my practice because, you know, turns out I don't want to be depressed every day and being a slave to my business because that was a prison in itself. But uh, yeah, there's so many facets to that, right? But we were definitely very, like the two people that were very gung-ho online about it being, a, it actually being attainable as a solo therapist. Yes, that's exactly how Badass Body Workers started. I remember your rants, you know, about just why are we undervaluing ourselves so much as a whole? That's the whole point. That's why we all love badass body workers because you are giving us permission to value ourselves more and not think in that poor struggling mindset. So, I mean, I still get off on this. I still love seeing someone go from 3000 a month to 6000 a month, 5000 a month to 10000 a month. Like that, those are really my people who are, um, you know, kind of just even someone who's been in the field for a long time and they just never raised their rates since they left school. 
You know, it's like people need permission to grow and people want accountability to take action on their dreams, just the things that they haven't been taking action on. So I am really passionate about one-on-one coaching. And now I'm launching group coaching finally, because, you know, you just want to get this message out there in a bigger way. Um, So LMT Success Blueprint group program is launching next Thursday. I'm really excited. It's basically the four pillars of success, which is what I've boiled down all these years of experience and all my coaching experience. If you can master your mindset, I know you talk about that a lot, your techniques, your self-care, and your business acumen, those are the four pillars of success. So in this program, we're going to do a deep dive into those four pillars, and I've never met anyone in this field that's at a high level of success that hasn't mastered these principles and these practices. So I'm just really excited to get this out there in a bigger way versus just one-on-one. It's like structured, Melinda. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. I think earning is fun. It doesn't have to feel heavy. It doesn't have to be like this anxiety-producing thing. It doesn't even have to be about shame and guilt, like if you're not earning enough. To me, it's just like, what more potential do we have and shouldn't we explore that? It should feel good and exciting and fun. And like, for me, I don't want to do therapies anymore that will not have a bigger ripple effect. Meaning um, I told my, I told my mom a while back, I'm like, I'm going to go substitute teacher at the massage school. And she says, how much do they pay? And I said, $25 an hour. And she said, you just turned down a client and I charged 150 in Baton Rouge. Don't you need the money? And I said, yeah, I do. But also if I keep on the same fucking hamster wheel, and if I don't go towards the direction of my dreams, I'm always going to be stuck here. So I did choose that, you know, I did choose to go and impact seven or eight students at the same time, instead of just one client in the treatment room. So that ripple effect was much grander and larger. And that's the type of stuff I'm after. I am learning yoga massage. I know we're talking about hands-off stuff, Fijian mat work. A lot of that is hands-off as well, because I need to start using my feet excuse to go get more pedicures. Yay. But I want to be able to impact people in a group setting, you know, Imagine like doing a group class at a yoga studio with five of your best friends and it's six of y'all and y'all were, you know, getting yoga massage and the Pandora star and sound bowl therapy. I could do that literally all in the same hour at the same time. So for me to see somebody laying on my table, I only want those clients to be other body workers because that to me is a mutual energy exchange and reciprocity. And I know they appreciate it. And I know that ripple effect will keep going out because they're probably going to learn techniques from me. They're probably going to be a whole lot hell of a stressed out and able to function better. So I'm only doing things that have like a huge ripple effect, my business now on. And a lot of that is in group settings. And I find that doing stuff in groups has a bigger ripple effect. And it also holds you a bit more accountable because I've gotten one-on-one coaching as a disclaimer to the audience, I'm not not with Melinda. I have before, but I've gotten a coaching done in general where I just felt like the person talked at me the whole time instead of like helping me figure out what to do. And I was overwhelmed and there was no accountability or follow up. And I'm like, oh, shit, like, did I just waste my money? But I found like whenever I have been in group programs, it's been a whole lot hell more successful for me because I can't slack, (laughs) you know, I can't slack and I have to kind of like outdo everyone, you know, (laughs) competition. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. So I'm so excited that you're doing this because massage therapy is needed. And the truth of the matter is like people are seeing stuff online. They're going to look into it regardless. And it might as well be with somebody that they trust you know, and that has integrity and that has done all the, the back ends. And you and I have been in positions where we have been a bit privileged to have access to certain things that other people don't. And we get to bring that to the forefront of our audience. And that's really awesome that we're open to sharing that. And you're one of the people, Melinda, that is like, you are so generous with your knowledge, like every time or what you don't know as well, which is even more respectable, actually. And every time I ask you something, um, you're so honest, whether you know something about it, what your experience is with it and finding out information about it. And that's very admirable because, you know, you're just, you're, you're very nurturing and that's one of my favorite qualities about you. So. Oh, thanks. Thank you. Well, I just want to go back to what you were saying about you branching into teaching. I mean, that's such a natural step for you. And I just know that everyone wants to, to learn from you. And when you get to our point in our career, 
it's kind of like passing the baton, you know, like once you achieve a certain level of mastery, like you, it's really on us to keep it going. You know, I, I was mentored and coached. Someone taught me now it's my turn to do the same for those who are, you know, coming up in the, the future generations or just you're doing the same thing, right? Like you said, we've been exposed to certain things in the field. And so now you teaching and sharing what you know with others, it's just a natural next step. Yes. And like all these new things that I'm interested in, I mean, they're, they cost a lot of money, y'all. Like even the cheapest sound bowls are still expensive. So I've had to get like really, really creative lately in how I'm going to afford to add these to my practice because I haven't used Square in like two years almost. So I don't qualify for any of the loans. I've been doing the, I've been doing the thing I preach about the most, Melinda. I'm like, give me cash and Venmo me. <laughs> and I'm nice. usually like always like a you know accept credit cards right um, so I've been like working a little bit more under the radar as well and that shifted for me too but anyways I've had to get really creative and I'm like okay I want a biomat and that's going to cost me x amount of dollars how many clients is that going to take and then from there I can kind of backtrack and see what do I need to do in order to make that goal whether it's selling raffle tickets a friend of mine in Mississippi did it. She sold raffle tickets, I think like maybe $25 a piece or five or a hundred or something. And she gave away a package and she was able to make enough from that raffle to buy her sound bowl set. Oh. So yeah, there's so many ways of being creative. If you're very strategic and very good at negotiating, you can maybe come up with a very, very high dollar limited daily deal of some sort. Uh, there's so many different companies and software systems like Vagaro, my software system does daily deals. So there's so many different things that we can do in order to make that. So if you are interested in something, whether it's like, you know, coaching or a new treatment, like you don't have to take out a fucking loan or a second mortgage to make this happen. And I am, I mean, y'all, I don't promote just anyone or partner with just anyone. And Melinda's not charging like $13,000 in a second mortgage, like a lot of these unethical quote unquote coaches will. And it's because they are expecting a quick fix and a magic bullet. And with coaching, you do still have to show up for yourself and do the work, but it's also important to have really good discernment on who you're working with. So that's why I love your personality so much because we just like filter out all the right people and it's great. So I just wanted to give you a word of encouragement too, like not not to be nervous about that. You know, I know you're kind of starting over and like relaunching everything and I am too. And I don't know what the fuck I'm doing in my business, girl. I'm like, went from brick and mortar to mobile and now I'm going from mobile to kind of mobile and kind of living in a spa because my new apartment in Austin has a spa on the bottom floor, which is amazing. But at the same time, I'm not working with the same clientele. I have a completely different, uh, like I'm going to be working on the tech industry, which is why I'm so excited about the topic we talked about today, because people that are, you know, Silicon Valley, like the new Austin, Austin's the new Silicon Valley. They are very into this type of like wacky yeah. shit. And I love yeah. it, but I'm totally. still learning because I have to start all over from scratch. You know, I'm not marketing to the same audience. I'm not charging the same rates and. Yeah, but you know what? Here's here's the thing. We are who we are and we have developed this entrepreneurial spirit and we have just really immersed ourselves in all of the things within business. You could drop us in any area. I really feel like that. And and that's true. When I got to Tennessee, I did not have my bougie Connecticut clients anymore, but I had all of my nervous system patterns, right? We attract patterns. So I'm like I'm going to probably, you know it's so weird actually. I've worked in California, Connecticut, and Tennessee. I've had three different practices in three different states. When I left California to go to, to Connecticut, I had a client named Alex in California. I had a client named Alex in Connecticut. So weird. Like they're the same type of person. It was like the California version and the Connecticut version. And the same thing happened when I moved to Tennessee. I had a client named Ed in Connecticut and I attracted a client named Ed in Tennessee. That's awesome. <laughs> So in other words, like if you were able to attract success before, it doesn't even matter where you go, you know, like you're going to, right. You put out yeah. and that's so important. It was just, yeah, we can't think and desire and want to be successful and not try and take at least some of those steps to make that happen. A lot of people are like, I want this to happen, but they're not willing to put in the work or change anything about their nervous system or their mindset or their old habits and patterns. And it's, it's hard to do that. It's it's really hard and it's not easy, but it's fucking worth it. And if you can do all these things, if you can like 
go out of your comfort zone a little bit and follow your curiosity. Like, oh my God, Melinda, you and I, we follow so many of our curiosities, so many rabbit holes we both go down. Yes. <laughs> and if you follow your curiosity, you're naturally going to be attracted to the things that will be profitable for you because you're passionate about it. And it is so possible and so attainable to curate your dream career and your practice. And by not being afraid to try something a little bit different, that's how you're going to get there because we're all, whew, we're all us swimming in this big ass ocean. And some of us, some of us have life rafts and some of us just have to learn how to swim better. And some of us just have to deal with the storm as it comes. Like we're all on a journey and you can absolutely curate that journey for yourself and seek help where you don't have it. So yeah, yeah that's not all rambling for the day. Yeah, that was a good rant. Amen. Preach, girl. <laughs> yes, yes. So we're going to put all the links in the episode notes below, like to Melinda's group, her program, all of the, Oh my gosh, look. Yes, all the notes in the show notes below. My boyfriend just brought me my sound pyramid I talked about. So I'm going to be awkward and ring it on Zoom. And hopefully it sounds super, super awesome on audio to kind of star no no this this is a sound pyramid the pandora star is the light therapy which um, can't really do that virtually unfortunately people do have to be on my treatment table for it but i wanted the audience to hear how cool it sounds but um i know i like got off track so yeah we're gonna put everything in the show notes below including all the links and everything and I am going to end this episode with some frequency therapy. Melinda, did you want to sign off with anything special for our audience? By the way, you did. So earlier you said this coming Thursday and for everyone listening, that is July 6, 2023. So this coming up week. So I just wanted to clarify that. Oh, I also wanted to mention, I forgot when you sign up before July 5th, you get the Earn More Hands-Free course included for free, which is actually all about incorporating frequency tools into your practice and how to do that. Awesome. Oh my God. I love like how much work and effort you put into your stuff. You are so thorough, thorough and detailed. And like I said, nurturing. I love that you're like that. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have us both take a deep breath and I'm going to also, I'm going to put the link to the TikTok video I have of this so y'all can see what it looks like. It's really neat. So we will do the red, which is the root chakra. Isn't that crazy? Oh, wow. Now I'm doing the purple, which is a little different. So you can hear the difference. I think it sounds like an alien and I love it. I <laughs> I always tell people like metal sound bowls are very grounding and then the the crystal sound bowls are pretty airy but this is like some ethereal outer space shit it's awesome and I love it so <laughs> I'm so glad I'm on the rabbit hole on the sound bowl stuff but it's going to be so awesome Melinda to talk to you more about all the frequency stuff that we're doing from the brainwave entrainment to all the the scanning and all the the lights and stuff we're gonna constantly keep our audience updated on that because that is our passion and that's what we talk about so um you can find everything in the show notes melinda thank you so much for being an awesome guest and i'm so happy for your new journey and i can't wait to watch you like grow and transition it's gonna be so awesome yeah thanks for having me and i'm excited about your new phase of life too oh yes i will keep everyone updated all the challenges all the behind the scenes everything <laughs> as usual <laughs> <laughs> nice yes have a good evening melinda thank you so much for chatting with me today i appreciate it and bye